love you. Welcome back to the couch, potatoes. So happy to have you back. As always, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am a sleepy Leon. <gasps> yep, I am. You actually a day, you have a character. face today. Yeah. It's, it's, a very, it's, a, it's a droopy, it's a droopy, sad, sad looking face, face. But, you know, there's no yeah. eyes. There's no. No. There's not really a nose. There is. Either. There's a mouth and it's drooling. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, like the little floating Zs. I don't know if that's funny. Yeah. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, A-OK. Because today we're uh, we're delivering hardcore. Oh, sorry. You didn't even get the yeah, title. You're okay. right. I was sorry. just about to, but it's OK. Uh, this is Green Faces on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. Today it's about TV. Today it is about to TV. We're delivering hard upon uh, my promise last uh, last Monday uh, about burnout because I said we would be talking about some burnout. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're talking about Star Wars today. We're talking Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't want what I'm about to say reflect on my review of Obi Wan Kenobi, but boy, am I really starting to feel some Star Wars burnout? <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're really <laughs> pulling it out of their. Uh, took us but i but yeah i don't want that to influence what i say about this because honestly i think uh, if i'm going to say it up front that it's like some of the better stuff that they've produced in a while i think it's fair i wouldn't uh i wouldn't put it like because it's like for me as a kid uh i i remember phantom menace coming out i had to reach for its name long ago in a galaxy far away I yeah, remember. yeah, indeed. <laughs> Actually, I was in this galaxy by then, okay. but you know, yeah, <laughs> it feels long. It feel, definitely feels long, long ago though. But I remember pulling my my parents to the theaters to see it because I was very excited. And I remember before they ever dropped, I was probably six, maybe Are you five. Talking about I was very young. Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Before Phantom Menace came okay. out. Yeah, I remember uh, not not New Hope. I can't talk about the no, New Hope days because no. that's government confidential. That's right. Yeah. So it's a documentary. Yeah. I'm not supposed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not technically supposed to be alive. Oh, at that I'm time. not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, before before Phantom Menace came out, I remember being very desperate to like watch the original trilogy. I wanted that. You know, I was right. like, I'm gonna do it. I gotta do it. And so I remember that they were on TV. We had a very tiny, tiny TV in my parents' bedroom. And it was the only TV that got uh, cable. I don't mm. remember if it was cable. But it's like it's the only one that got good channels, pretty much. The other one, we didn't get that until we were much older. But right. when we were young, that was it. And I was very excited because I, I knew Star Wars was playing on TV. So I talked my dad into watching it with me. He fell asleep within five minutes of A New Hope. <laughs> And so it was kind of weird, you know. He he worked third shift, but it was just like we were all they had in their bedroom was a bed. A bed that was it at the time. It was just their bed and a TV and a big big closet kind of thing. And I just remember sitting in you know all my parents' bed just watching the entirety of Star Wars when I was like five or six, and Dad snoring the whole time. It was great. I fucking loved it as a kid. It was like fucking perfect. You know, it was like it's a moment that's seared up in my brain space. So your dad's snoring. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. <laughs> Dude, he, yeah, he could snore the Imperial March, but that's for damn sure. Like, 
That man, he could like I know it's a cliche, but he really could snore the roof off of a house. Like <laughs> he he has to, he wears a mask now. You know, he's kind of like Darth Vader when he's wearing the when he's going to the beds now because you know he, he you know what is it sleep apnea? I can't yeah, remember. I'm yeah. sorry, Dad. That yeah. something like that. It CPD. Yeah, I don't know. That's not it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is. It's not that. <laughs> I don't think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> But no, the, the prequels came out, and throughout the whole prequel trilogy, I was the right age. You know, it was, it was, I mean, those ones were kind of more childish, like, I mean, they're still slightly dark, but I fucking loved them. And it wasn't until I started to grow up, becoming a, a teenager and a cynical adult, that, like, going back to the prequel trilogy became a little bit of a disappointment, yeah. because they yeah. got worse the more I watched I them. Get the, I get what you're saying, though, because they were a lot more... Uh, action-packed and you know yeah. that that was thanks to the advances in uh computer animation that were coming along at the time right but it doesn't look nearly as good now it still looks better than some movies that came out at the time i'll give it that yeah <laughs> but well i mean it's just wise, it, yes yeah, that, it, that that trilogy we all know we all know yeah right yeah it's it's got a lot of weight someday we'll uh we'll do a a star wars playlist and we'll go through them and we'll include the uh the holiday specials too because i want to watch the the (laughs) christmas sing-alongs and everything those those are fun yeah but uh yeah the the more i return to the prequel trilogy the less i like it uh so it was kind of funny because obi-wan kenobi this new brand new tv show that they dropped on disney plus you know, right after Mandalorian and then uh, Boba Fett. And I think Boba Fett was really where I started to feel the burnout. Because it's like yeah. I watched Boba Fett and I'm like, man, not even not even the Star Wars universe can draw me into this show. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, I did actually finish Boba Fett if we want to do an impromptu TV talks. Uh, we've, I've, we've both kind of talked about this series several times in the yeah (laughs) Uh, i finished it uh basically it is the third is it the third or fourth whatever chapter of the mandalorian that's it basically is that but it it is not that until the second half of the show Mm -hmm. i would not say i think i'm just gonna wiki it what you're just gonna wait wiki it just wiki it yeah <laughs> yeah just, that's probably yeah. you know that if you're a mandalorian fan and you're ex- accepting the same draw that that gave you you're probably not going to get it if you're a big boba fett fan this might be for you i thought there was some cool stuff there like it, i don't know what yeah. it is about it it just it might just because we're oversaturated with it right now if if yeah, this would have really came out that. instead of the Mandalorian, I think people more people would be all about it. Yeah, but yeah, it's I, not, uh, I it's watched not as good as the Mandalorian, <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and like I watched, yeah, I watched Obi Wan Kenobi, and it definitely like I could feel that I was enjoying what I was seeing. Yeah, but I just couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time, the whole time I watched this show, I was just like. Uh, yeah, this is what I wanted. <laughs> it's yeah. just like I don't know. It was so weird because it's like I think I think you look, like you just said it. Like I think I'm just like super oversaturated with Star Wars shit. Yeah, like, yeah. They should spend more time in between their products. I think 
That's that's the whole yeah, thing. That, we don't need Star Wars every year. It it'll Yeah, we don't need it every year, and if we do or if we're gonna get it forced on us every year, change up the tone. That was what, yeah. what made Mandalorian so exciting was because it was like Western sci fi. Yes, it was like, yes. oh wow, we got Which you know, that first movie, A New Hope, that it has that feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Yeah. It was it nice to was come back callback. to it. Yeah. And also, obviously, it's it's featured on Tatooine, both the Mandalorian and Boba Fett is exclusively on Tatooine. I say exclusively until we jump to what the Mandalorian's doing. <laughs> he he jumps around from place to place, but he ends up on Tatooine. And gotcha. they kill off some characters that that they introduce Grogu? in. No, they don't kill off Grogu. Okay. But that Whew. there is important plot between. I forget what Mando's actual name is. Pedro Pascal, anyways. Between Pedro Pascal <laughs> and Grogu, there is some actual plot that I think you need before you Shit. start the next season. And that's that kind of is unfortunate, I feel like. I did like that's what they rude. did with the Tuscans. I wish that was more of the story. I don't know. It rang true. I liked it. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't stand the fight sequences with the Tuscans. They just looked too choreographed. Everything yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it, but with Obi-Wan, what, what was great about Obi-Wan was the fight scenes. Because I was like, we'll get into the plot soon, but like, for most of Obi-Wan, the show, you know, I was kind of just feeling like, man, this is alright. I'm okay with it. Like, it's okay. It's whatever. And then the action would happen. And I'd be like, hell yeah, this is what I wanted to see. And I was that, that was that was like the only part of it that I was like super excited for after a while was just to see the fights. Yes. Which is kind of sad. But well, I don't know. The they were time, pretty good. <laughs> they were pretty damn good fights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I, that's a, I think just up front, what drew me into this more than Boba Fett ever would is that we get you and McGregor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the real truth. And and that's another thing that was surprising too is uh slight spoilers, but like I don't I don't care. Um it it's just cast. Uh we also get Hayden Christensen back as oh. playing Darth Vader. I didn't know that, uh, that would be a spoiler. I thought that was pretty big. I thought Yeah, I assume big. it was obvious, but uh, you know, there's people out there who are going to get pissed about everything. Right. Sure. So, sure. But yeah, you he, were warned. And uh, I like him as Vader more in this than in the prequels, I'll say. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, that's the, that's the surprising thing is when I heard Hayden Christensen was coming back, I thought it was so hilarious. And I showed you, I showed quite a few people a lot of memes. But, like, my favorite meme was, like, it, uh, I'm not going to try to describe the meme because I'm bad at that. But it's just Hayden Christensen, you know, in 2001, looking at all the fandom being like, what the fuck? And the fandom's just like, hey, hey, 2022, Hayden Christensen coming back. Let's hear it. Yeah. And he's like, you guys hated me back in 2000. What's going on? It's <laughs> like, bullshit. Know, dude. But see, like, I feel like everybody that is, like, super into the fandom understands that Lucas kind of, like, went in there and fiddled with shit so hard that you yeah. can't really just blame Hayden. Like no, it's not and, the and performance he, he gave that ended up on yeah. film. I mean, except for the the I mean the one scene I killed them, the women, <laughs> the children. 
that scene is just like yeah i don't, I don't, I don't know I, I can't i, don't know I can also say. you can also blame that you can still blame that on george yeah, lucas because true. it's just like he was the was he the director of attack of the clones or was it somebody I else i don't know i know that he was the lead producer and i think the lead writer for all three of them but i couldn't tell you I'm looking yeah he did direct it too okay yeah, so I guess you can still blame it on him because he pulled that performance out of his actor. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. But like, that's the thing is, that, yeah, what you said was Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader, still voiced by James Earl Jones, which is great. Yes, even though he's ninety-one years old. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable voice, still, sir. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's still beautiful, but at the same time, retire. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he, you know, only does things every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. I hope he's just enjoying life. That's all you yeah. need to do when you're yeah past sixty five. Right. <laughs> once you're able to just retire, <laughs> that goes for you too, politicians. Just retire, please. For Christ's sake, just just retire. <laughs> and we God. don't we don't typically get political, but I will take this moment to just say you know quietly and move on from it. Fuck you, Supreme Court. At least six out of the nine of you. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. And then we'll That's all I'll on. say. And we'll move on with this. Uh, earlier I said impromptu TV talks, I think. But what I meant to say was faceless pitch. Usually when we do the TV talks, I do a segment called faceless pitch. And sometimes Greeny will talk about movies that he went to see in the theater and calls it green ketchup because, you know, uh, theming. I like to pour goo on you. Yes, he likes to pour goo on you. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> and anyhow, we've decided that we're going to take... We've got a lot of those piled up now, I, I feel like. And yes. so we wanted to do maybe a more casual talk with the newer stuff that we have seen, but not with each other, uh, on an exclusive Patreon show that we have yet to title... And we hope to put that up sometime in July for you guys. Uh, that will be available for those who uh, pledge $10 a month for us. So, uh, you know, that some might say that's a hefty price. But if you still like to support the show, we do have smaller tiers that allow you to participate in the Potato Pick. And as a monthly episode, we do where our patrons suggest things for us to watch. And then vote on them, and then we do it, no matter yeah. what it is. And that's that's the other thing is, if you're a ten dollar pledge, if you get this episode, you're also getting the ability to make the suggestion for what we watch. That's right, for the potato pick. There, there is so also like, yeah. a little placard that we will send you for as a loyalty gift uh, after a few yeah. pledges with our logo. Yeah, on. each tier has. I think each tier has like a type of merchandise attached That's to it. Right. I'm not except sure if all of them do. Except for the $2 tier. Except for the $2 yeah. tier, I believe there's a sticker for the $5 uh, real couch potato tier. And uh, t-shirts and mugs are available for our higher tiers. So, you know, yeah. if you want to agree and place this good t-shirts. shirt, that's some place that you could go. Uh, and, I, I, yeah, I wear our, our t-shirt quite a bit from there. Uh, it's a pretty good t-shirt. I do, too. I like Comfy. it. And I sometimes, occasionally, sip from my mug. Yes, mine broke. <laughs> I dropped it. Oh, no. Yeah. I've been <laughs> thinking about ordering another one. 
uh, to set the scene, you were walking down the street listening to our podcast. Right. And then I said something that was quite shocking. And you're like, <gasps> and in real life, you were also like, <gasps> and you dropped the mug. Yes, <laughs> you're like, no. Because it was like, um, it was both deja vu and like, it felt a little bit like a predictive thing, like a ripple through time. Yeah. yeah. Oh and my it, goodness! It, it quaked down my arm, and I spilt my glorious bean juice upon the floor. No, no! not the beans. No. I not was the washing beans. it, and I dropped it in the sink. Oh, yeah. dang it! Did it so split sad. in half and like cut, like it cut was... right down the couch between us? Yes, and it was a bad, bad omen. I thought. And I tried oh, to man. get it together. It would not hold water. Our show does not Ooh. hold water. This is the what the omen is telling me. But I don't think that's true. I, I, I'm not very no, superstitious. No, I no. Don't, I don't believe in that stuff. We might want to <clears throat> get a priest on to anoint the show, though. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible to have like some kind of holy man just cast we some can, holy water on our show? Well, like we sprinkle our airways with glory? We could have a guest with somebody and maybe watch their favorite, like, exorcism movies. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, if you'd like us to do that, uh, you know, tell us somehow. Yeah, you can make that yeah, suggestion. Comment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not that saying that we could do if you, that if you sign up. all the time, but that'd be fun. Indeed, it would, it would. And that's uh, patreon.com slash green and faceless. Just that's check right. it out. And oh, uh, it's a dawning pitch. on me. We still haven't talked the uh, synopsis of this show. So let's dive on into that. that yeah. So pretty much quickly to put it, uh, you have PTSD suffering Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Living out on Tatooine uh, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Uh, in his mind, to his knowledge, Anakin Skywalker is dead. Yes, he left a he left a burning torso behind on Moldaval or whatever it's called. Melty Val, the Melty Val, Melty Melt Evil, Melt Evil Mountain, <laughs> Mount Doom. It might have been Mount Doom. Okay, no, that's, sure. that's Lord of the Rings. It is, <laughs> but he's going by Ben now, and yeah, it's yeah. huge change. Yeah, it's big. Nobody can guess that. Yeah, I Ben could. Kenobi. Obi-Wan yeah, he's working at a, Kenobert. Yeah. Short. Bin. He's working at like some kind of meat processing place too. Like that, I, I remember he was like slapping meat or cutting meat or something. Yeah. There remember. was like these big like sand whales that were dead. Yeah. And uh, he was part of uh, pro- packaging and processing. Like he'd get like a cube yeah. and he'd cut steaks off of it. And I think part of his payment was like a daily uh, meal's worth. And he, at the end of the day, he'd slide it into his coat and ride his uh, dusty speeder truck full of uh, See, migrant was, workers. Yeah. That's what it felt like. I feel yeah. like I feel like, like maybe you do. that was a bad thing. Not p- quite PC, but I, that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, also, like, I wasn't even sure if he was, like, paid that because he would put that in before he would go up and, like, talk to the guy, the clock mm-hmm. out or whatever. It's like, I kind of thought he might have just been stealing his meal. You think, you like, think that the Jedi Master, uh-huh. Obi-Wan Kenobadai, would steal? Yes. Oh. 
<laughs> Desperate times, I suppose. I feel like that's I I think that's the the you know the story is like how low he has fallen. You know, he he used yeah. to be this crazy master. Now he's like hiding out under a, a false name, working at a meat slapping industry. <laughs> and so, <laughs> meat slapping. <laughs> that's all they do. They just slap the meat. But yeah, he's uh, he's called upon. Um, I I can't remember like through all these circumstances, the... like you know that there's Darth Vader who's like searching for Obi Wan. And he's he's using the Grand Inquisitor and third well, sister and fifth brother and I'm not uh, so other sure to, like, that he started out looking for Kenobi. Uh, like he's still this, seeking revenge. Though. Yes, he's seeking revenge. I think it is if he hears word of him, he'll he'll act on it. But I don't know that he's actively doing that. I think he might be too busy working for his new master and the Emperor. Uh, Excuse me, I'm a little burpy today. Uh, so he, I think that uh, he becomes enticed because, for whatever reason, uh, the third sister of the Grand Inquisition, uh, Riva Savander, played by Moses Ingram. Why isn't there a picture? Well, anyways, we've talked about her before on. Um, uh, Queen's Gambit. When we talked that, we did do an episode on that, right? Oh fuck! Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, I completely forgot that. That's where I knew her from. But I was gonna say she definitely looked familiar. I just didn't. Uh, yeah, I tried. It took me why. a long time to figure that out too. And um, if you yeah. don't want to know like spoilers about this show, do not read the cast list on Wikipedia because immediately yeah. it spoils her storyline. Just saying. Like it's the first freaking line. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But honestly, yeah. even though it's pretty bad, it's also pretty fucking obvious. Like, yeah, I feel like episode one they showed beat, something. Oh, you did. You yeah. caught it. In yeah, episode should... one. I can't say that. I couldn't say that I caught it in episode one. But I only I only did because they they showed a specific scene mm-hmm. from a certain viewpoint. Uh, and then like immediately afterwards, cut to a certain image, and I was just like, okay. Mm, Got it. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, I think I know. Well, yeah. I might have missed but, that. Maybe. I don't think it was supposed to be obvious. I think it's just because I watched shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look too deeply into the dumbest things. This is what but, we like, do. I really did like her story, though. I did really enjoy yeah, her story. I did, too. Um, she plays the, the third sister who's, like, on the on a mission to become the Grand Inquisitor. That's, like, right. her goal. Um. And, you know, she works not directly under Darth Vader, but fairly close at the very beginning, at least. She's uh, like, yes. you know, third sister. Especially after the Grand Inquisitor suddenly dies. Yes, yeah. The Grand Inquisitor. Rupert Friend. Why is he so high on the list? He's like hardly in this show. Uh, because he is a... F- it looks like he's a... I was going to say he's a friend with Wes Anderson just because he was in the French Dispatch. Uh, so the Grand Inquisitor, a lot of people know from uh, uh, the animated series. And uh, yeah, he's one of the bigger villains there. So I haven't they, watched him. I've watched some of it. I just got to where they introduced him uh, in gotcha. my watch. It's something that I can't just stick to through and through it's so long 
Uh, even though the episodes yeah. are only 23 minutes, they are long-winded. And, you know, it's got that Star Wars drawn-out feel. And, you know, I, I feel like the it's supposed lab. to have that. Uh, okay. The original series had that feel, too. That that Yeah, but they were more slow like slow pace. burn and not political. Right. This is true. Like, this is true. It, yeah. it is very so political much politics because in the prequel it is trilogy. about the the republic falling apart during the war uh, they do a lot of yeah. cool stuff in that show though um it's just it just takes too much brain power is this one called is this rebels is i that think what this the clone is, the wars is the one i've oh, put any time okay. into uh and maybe gotcha. he wasn't in clone wars but i thought he was but he, it does say rebels here yeah, I was going to say, I know that this one had a lot of similarities to Rebels. Again, I haven't watched it, but somebody told me that there's a lot of, like, shot-for-shot similarities to certain certain scenes. Oh, cool. That is certain pretty battle cool. battle scenes, I'll say. Uh, so, just to round out the Inquisitor team, we also got uh, Song Kang as uh, the fifth yeah. brother. He... Uh, you know, we talked a lot about him during Fast and Furious playlist, if you want to listen to that. Yeah. And I did not recognize him as the fifth brother. Like, I watched the entire series, and I was like, all right, I'm going to write up my notes on Obi-Wan, you know, so I'm right. prepared for the episode. And I got the cast list out, because I write them down, and I was like, Sun Kang? What? No way, was he the green guy? <laughs> and I was just, I had to look him up and be like, wow, I think he was green. I, I can never uh, remember no, what color I he was. I think he was like this, he looked the same as the uh, the Grand Inquisitor. It's like powder white. Yeah, but he was always, like he had that wide brimmed hat, so it looked darker. <laughs> At least yeah. I thought it was <laughs> the white color, but maybe he was a different uh, race of of individual i don't know yeah it's hard to tell he's in shadow well in the, anyway, in the images i can pull up what's what's get he back fun, to though. the actual synopsis so he get obi-wan he gets been called by uh fuck what's what's leah's dad organa uh senator organa yeah. uh i wanted to Shout out his. We're huge fans. <laughs> yeah, we we know the characters yeah. and everything. We're good at yeah. this. <laughs> I also just am so tired, and I really wish that I did more like no, research good. for this particular episode because there were things I wanted to talk about that I didn't really. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Know. But any Jimmy Smits, Jimmy Smits, uh, he plays Bail Organa, the dodo- the adoptive father of Leia. Leia gets abducted. Oh, and this is how Leia oh, gets shit. to meet Ben. This is their story. This right. is what the whole thing is about. Ben is like trying to just just do this favor for his friend, which he barely wants to do because he is right. uh, definitely uh, an ostrich with his head in the sand. And yeah. He finds her, and then they kind of get ass backwards into trouble uh, with these underground, uh, uh, I forget what they call it, the the path, maybe the way. I think it's the path. Yeah, I can't remember. It was something Jedi sound. It might be the path. Yeah. I think it was the path. And it's this like underground railroad equivalent for 
Jedi's or people with Metaclorians. <laughs> they don't, they don't, don't, don't man. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was called the path. Yeah, the path. You were right. Okay. So, yeah, that that's basically the plot. Yeah, this yeah. is this is like this answers some of the questions for like you know like why does Leia know Obi Wan? Right. Um. It, it even kind of this this show also kind of in a way covers some of the less technical issues. Yeah, like the, the the technical issues of like the prequel tri- of the original trilogy. I mean, like so mm-hmm. you know when Obi Wan and Vader meet in A New Hope and they fight. And it's hilarious because you watch the prequel trilogy and it's like, look at these people move. Why are they going so slow in the original trilogy? Right. You know, it's like, yeah. And it is, you know, it was because they didn't have much like technical, you know, shit and everything for the original. And it was just very much what they could do. Right. Yeah. Especially with, uh, with Alec Guinness, you know, so yeah, it was, he is an old, it, it, old man. But, but in a way, this, this show explains that. Because they do they do flashbacks with Obi Wan and Anakin where they're training together, and you really get the sense, especially when you see Darth Vader fighting this, that he really likes to fucking play with his enemies. Yeah, he really likes to toy with them. Yeah, and it's really cool. And it, I mean, I'm sure other shows have already explained that. Yeah, yeah, they haven't like quite put it so explicitly. Like this is, oh man, that last line that Anakin gave just rang into my head, even though I can't remember the words yeah. exactly, but I like that. Like, um, yeah, like it's like, uh, I don't necessarily want to spoil it though, but it's that, that was worth it alone. Like that, that last fight scene between him and, uh, mm-hmm. Ben, it's good stuff. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's the, basically the end of the synopsis too, is that it's, it, uh, while Obi Wan is trying to help Leia escape, he he ends up attracting Darth Vader, who just starts circling him like crazy because he right. wants he wants his damn revenge. That's right. And yeah, to, so to wrap up on the the synopsis, like some of my favorite things were the fight scenes, like we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Watching Darth Vader be powerful was great. There mm-hmm. was a the end of season or the end of episode five. I won't spoil who he's fighting with and all that kind of stuff. But he does some things at the end of episode five in that finale fight scene that I just like. That's the kind of shit I'm down for. That's yeah. that's what I want to see. It's super yeah. fun. It's super exciting. And it's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, I think Star Wars is better with the Force. I think the Mandalorian might just be a little tiny magical exception. We'll see what happens in season three of that show. Yeah, hopefully it's hopefully it continues what it's been delivering but we'll find out we'll see if it's yeah we'll see if i'm just burnt the crap out if i need to take a couple of years off star wars or something yeah maybe <laughs> maybe because i i do feel that too so i think that we are might be ready for some long-winded closing statements but maybe yeah. we should take a quick soda pop break first yeah i think we back and you know as i said the things i like i want to focus on the things i like first yes and that was the fight scenes really good i love the acting it's always great seeing you and mcgregor be this character he plays obi-wan so perfectly it's beautiful and it's you know i just love you and mcgregor it's it's nice and and i like them dealing with ptsd 
and other yeah. uh, issues that he was suffering from, even if it's very mildly done, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's you know, it's the Disney lukewarm effect where they they want to touch on the subject but they don't want to focus right. on the subject, you right. know. But uh, I liked Reva. I like her arc. Uh, you know, I think it was a little obvious, and I don't like the. I mean, maybe it's not that obvious. I don't know. But it, it felt obvious to me, and that her her little uh, her ending, the end, you know, how her arc progresses in the last couple episodes. I felt I, I thought felt very rushed. Yeah, I did like, feel like there was maybe an episode missing in there, or something, or yeah, an, another another season with that character in that position. Yeah, give it give it a little more, like more time to to progress. Right, but I do think that her arc fits in the in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. while being a little bit different from what they've done before. Because, you know, okay, man, it's going to be really hard to talk about it. With <laughs> other characters, you know, we've had them <clears throat> be on one side and be convinced to go to the other side. But her, her motivation is just completely different than from, the, from what we've seen from this mythos, I feel like. Yeah, I, I and like I enjoy it, but at the same time, I like I kind of wanted... I don't know, not darker, but I don't know. It didn't feel fully grasped, I guess. Like, it, it felt like there was stuff they could have done more to, but they just they didn't want to connect it. I don't know. Mm. It's hard to talk about it with like without just spoiling it. But it, it, the things I hated was pretty much the whole plot. Like, yeah, I, I can care less what the fuck was going on. And there's so many damn plot conveniences. Because I, I, I say the, I, I hate the plot. The, the reason I hate the plot is because you know precisely who's going to not die. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly because they're, you know. It to that movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it was hilarious to me because I, I saw this article and it was a very serious article. It wasn't, they weren't like trying to be a joke, but it was an article that was just like, is such and such person going to kill young Luke Skywalker? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking are you, about? What are you we talking know about? We know Luke what? Skywalker makes it into the original trilogy. <laughs> this is b- before the original trilogy. Are you sure? This like it was, was a serious it? article. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like read all of it, but it, it felt like the person was being serious, and like Man. I just couldn't help like, like going nuts over you've this. You've seen like, the no other movies, way. right? Why are you going to write a review of this without watching like the other movies? It was the dumbest shit. Yeah, and, like that's. I don't know. That was, uh, that's where I am with the plot is that it's just like, I don't know. It felt not fully obvious, but just kind of boring because I knew certain people were safe. Uh, it kind of ruins a lot of the tension moments. It does, it, it has like the Han Solo, the solo story effect, you know, where it's just like, it's, it's fine. It's enjoyable. But you know that the characters are safe. Like, there's no yeah, real tension. If anything, you're just in it to get some of the gaps filled in from the original trilogy. Right. Like, uh, I have heard that people, that the director and everything is uh, willing to do a second season of this. And nice. I do feel like that, if that <clears throat> season came, it would be focused more on Ben and Luke's relationship. 
from where we ended. Yeah, that'd be nice. And that would be nice, especially if those were the only two seasons we got. Like, just to right. yeah, get those those connections. That would be nice. Uh, but very briefly, Grant Feely plays Luke Skywalker, and I think he would do a fine job in a longer term yeah, role. Sure. I mean, you know, uh, Prince Tomlin did a, a great a great job when he became king in that Game of Thrones <laughs> show. Um, you haven't watched that. <laughs> Not all of it, at least. <laughs> so, I really want to give props, and I know that you didn't finish your your your, synop- your closing statement. But I wanted to give props to Vivian Lara Blair as Leah Organa. I thought she was really cute. I thought uh, you could see her growing up into Carrie Fisher... Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a really good choice. She was kind of witty. There were some times that the, I feel like she didn't quite understand the humor of the joke that she was telling, but, you know, she's a kid. I think it was a very good right. child performance, though. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel the same way. Decent, very cute. And like you said, there, there's moments where you can see that the actor will grow. Right. Um, but for what they had for this show, it's, it's pretty good. You yeah. Know, she did a good job. But uh, I think the only thing the only thing I left to complain about for me was the plot conveniences, because again we know which characters are safe, so right. during very intense, exciting action scenes where I'll say certain characters are being burned alive, you're just yeah. kind of like, all right, but I know they get out of this, so how do they get out of this? And the way they get out of it is the dumbest shit ever. I don't even remember. But, you know, it's it's. But I do remember being uh, like somebody. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I'll say yeah. I'll say somebody shoots a single bullet, and uh, for that reason, Darth Vader and all of the stormtroopers who are surrounding the the character being burned alive just back off. Huh. They're just like, oh, there's somebody out there with a gun. <laughs> Even though we have the strongest force user known to man right here, let's well, all back off. To be fair. Stormtroopers know when they're outmatched, and that That's could true. be anyone because stormtroopers can't shoot for shit. <laughs> You're right, and Darth Vader is occasionally a coward who will run away from one lone gun. That's right. If you can't see him, <laughs> Darth- <laughs> just I mean, dumb. he's got like, like so many like force senses. I'm sure he knows the person. I there, know where they are. I know that's he that's where wanted, I'm at. He's like that. He wanted Obi-Wan to suffer like he suffered. That's the only thing I like about that scene. Well, the fight scene was also pretty cool, too. But I liked the symbolism. Like, all right, I'm going to leave him to to die like he left me to die. To burn. But he knew that he was fine. He saw him crawling away on the other side. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? It's the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) And like... But it gave it it gave birth to a lot of hilarious memes that I do enjoy, um, and and I will use I them for seen. you know days to come. I I showed you the one where it's uh um Obi Wan and uh Darth Vader are fighting, and Obi Wan's looking off to the right at at hills where you know higher ground, and then he immediately <laughs> runs to the higher ground. <laughs> that shit's great. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's there is a lot of good in this show, and I did enjoy coming back to it. You know, even though it, it still felt like a chore because I just kind of wasn't interested. 
I, I, I was still on board because I knew I was going to get some really awesome and intense fight scenes. And an yeah. occasional some, like, exciting lore to, again, fill in gaps. So, you know, I give it two and a half, uh, two and a half stars. You know, I enjoyed seeing Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen come back, and I think that was the... The big the part of it was just yeah yeah and I don't it was so surprising because it's like when I saw Hayden Christensen when you know they had that first flashback scene I was just like oh wow yeah. <laughs> I was like this is nice <laughs> yeah I didn't expect to see him as Anakin so that was kind of yeah. nice to get that flashback I will say that he doesn't quite look the same while still looking the same. <laughs> yeah it's like it's it's very weird yeah he's he's definitely aged but they're hiding it they're yeah. trying to hide it i i feel like i think the thing is that he he's still slim but he's just clearly aged so it just it looks yeah. like the same human but with age lines it's just so strange to me <laughs> it's just days before he decided to kill all the kids <laughs> yes just days yeah yeah and i do feel like the movies like so the clone wars show makes it feel like that they, that war went on for years and right the movies it feels like it's it was like a couple weeks like it does not I mean, that's, have that's that my whole problem with the movies yeah is it's just like the whole the whole point of the prequel trilogy is this is how Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader. Right. And when it happens, I was like, eh, really? Yeah, that's why he became the most evil person in the world was no it it just felt boring. It felt like it didn't feel earned, and the reason it didn't feel earned is because they didn't develop it well. There, were, you know, time just flew by. It was so quick. Right. If you make us realize that he's steeped in this this issue this grief for much longer than that then i would i would buy it but they just speed past it that's true that's true and and like you said this kind of feels rushed in places a little bit and i can agree right but that. i feel more but i feel more understanding for why anakin became darth vader in this show yeah i do because too. during that yeah yeah, during that final scene, you you understand like the torture, the pain, and everything, all the yeah. anguish he has, and how he's just harnessing that to to be evil, basically. And it's like, yeah, it, it felt more, it, it felt better. It definitely felt better yeah. than the the prequel trilogy. So I do, I do commend the show for that. Commend. I do. Yeah, I do applaud. feel like it really added something to that Anakin Darth Vader arc, like you're saying. More, even more so than it did to the Obi Wan Kenobi arc, uh, because I feel mm. like we pretty much know what happens to Bennett from this point forward. Well, I we'll see right. if there's a second series, if there, you know, what happens. But we know that he, you know, gets a connection with Luke, basically becomes his uncle, um, and right. Then he is a hermit on Tatooine. That's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure like maybe there's he some can have a adventures. Roaming. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Maybe with get a, together a, with a the house Tuscan. droid. You know, that'd be interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Yeah. I'm sure there's a, some fanfic on that. There so will be now. My closing statement 
I give it a face. A very confident. I was excited every Wednesday when it came out. I think I was enjoying it more than you. Yeah. I, I still recognize that, like, you know, it's not the best Star Wars thing that I've seen. Uh, but it's definitely not the worst. It had, it had a lot more draw than Bo- the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if I liked it. I think I liked it less than The Mandalorian. I can't tell. Yeah. I can't really tell. It might just because of the oversaturation right now. Loved Yurna McGregor. Loved seeing Hayden Christensen again. Uh, I'm sorry, Hayden. I do still feel like you you can be a bit flat. But the parts where you're Vader, those <laughs> were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> slap, <I> also... <laughs> slap. Applaud. <laughs> uh, I also really enjoyed uh, uh, Vivian Lara Blair as Leia Organa again. Uh, and man, you got a lot of names, but you did a good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's all I have to say about the show, I think. Oh, we did not mention that they bring back Joel Egerton as Owen Lars. And uh, I yeah. thought he did a, a good job. Uh, there's a lot of him trying to push away Obi-Wan from, from Luke. I do like that arc through the story. I, I like that bit. Yeah, it was nice. And and also, if if we want to throw out the big celeb names, uh, Kumal Nanjiani was oh, in it as a... Uh, con artist maybe yeah. maybe i shouldn't say con artist he well he fuck it it's a spoiler path. but he's a con he worked artist. for the path yeah. we'll say that but then also uh the person who i thought was seth rogan but was actually zach braff yeah uh, <laughs> playing the, the voice of that of a character thought that was hilarious just for that one but episode yeah. And it, I don't know yeah. why he chose to do a Seth Rogen impersonation. <laughs> I know. I don't like it. Literally, I thought I was like, is this Seth Rogen? Like, what's going on? I was on? like, how is he getting into and everything? There's, <laughs> there's minor cameo roles. I won't spoil the big one at the very end, but uh, I will spoil that Ian McDermott did come back as uh, Emperor yeah. Palpatine for a, a very minor cameo appearance. Yes. So, you know. He did. All you crazy Star Wars lovers out there, there you go. You got some good stuff. So, yeah, I think that's the show. Did we do it? Yes, sir. Can I go to bed now? We did. I'm not going to go to bed, but I am the Green Traveler uh, from Gorsh. Uh, I don't think we actually even mentioned, I want to, sorry, one last thing. The director of all these episodes was Deborah Chow. She was also a showrunner and she worked on, she worked on The Mandalorian. So, good job, Deborah. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sleep well. Safe travel. I'm Faces Leon. <laughs> Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Or Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.